And that was Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus, dedicated to Jason Alexander. No, not the cool one from Seinfeld, the shitty one. Yeah, that's right, Britney Spears' first husband. He tried to crash her wedding a few days ago. What he was trying to accomplish, we'll never know. Coming up on the show today, we've got a personal story of a yes woman who should have said no to the final two glasses of wine, a brand new sponsor, and a few more listener submissions. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Shun. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Keep telling friends and foes about the show. We would greatly appreciate that. We're trying to grow the show, and we need your help. So if you got a friend or a foe, pass this along to them. Be sure to send in a uh, rating and review on Apple or wherever you're listening to this. We would greatly appreciate that. You could find us on Instagram, 103.9theshawn, on Twitter, 1039theshawn, or send us an email, 103.9theshawn at gmail.com. We have some listener submissions today that we'll get to in a little bit. Up first, I want to tell a personal story. So a buddy of mine and I were out at the restaurant the other night watching the hockey game, eating some wings, having a little guy's night. And so whatever, we're just hanging out, you know, having a conversation. And this woman to the left of him, I could tell, was like starting to listen to what we were talking about. And then she kind of just joins in the conversation Come to find out later on, she's like 60 years old or something like that. But she was out, you know, whatever. She's out having her dinner, having a little wine. Turned out to be a little too much wine, but we'll get into that. Um, so, you know, we're bullshitting back and forth with the typical, you know, oh, what do you do? What do you guys do? And I don't even remember if she actually told us what she did or, but whatever. Um, so, you know, we're telling her about our family and how we ended up in Florida and our stories of moving down here and yada, yada, yada. She was really just loving the whole conversation. And, you know, I could tell she was a little bit like lonely. So whatever, we were engaging in conversation with her. And so my buddy's telling her about his wife and his daughter. And I got to tell her about my amazing girlfriend So she's soaking up all these details. She's loving it. She's trying to convince my buddy to have a second child. (laughs) And he wasn't really having it. But, um, you know. So we're bullshitting back and forth. And she's like, oh yeah. She's like, I actually love hockey. And I worked in Long Island. And when the Islanders were winning their four cups in a row, I ended up working at one of the venues where they had an after party a couple days later and I ended up falling in love with one of the bouncers and we got married and then we had three kids and then he was murdered 
and we just obviously stopped and that caught our attention and we're like oh and I was like I'm sorry to hear that and she's like yeah thanks I kind of wanted to know what happened but I didn't ask her and neither did my buddy but she just kind of kept talking and evidently she's down here by herself because one of her friends moved here and convinced her to move here and go for a change I guess so she's like oh yeah I got three beautiful kids oh well that's what happened so after she told us that her husband was murdered and didn't really give us any details there was like an awkward pause obviously and then I was like oh I'm sorry to hear that and she's like yeah thanks and then my buddy goes so how old are your kids (laughs) and she goes well she goes my son is 27 and my daughter is I don't know I don't know what she said 20 something and my youngest is 21 or something like that and she's like oh my first son he was 9.7 pounds she's like he was up and down that canal a bunch of times. <laughs> She's like, he was sideways. He was upside down. <laughs> She's like, it got to the point where it was past the C-section. And the nurses were pressing on my stomach. And we're like, me and my buddy are just like trying to have a casual night out watching hockey. And like all of a sudden we're getting <laughs> all this detail. And, you know, clearly she was feeling pretty good because of the wine. So she was just spilling her guts pun intended. She's like, oh yeah, the nurses were pressing on my stomach. And I don't know, from there, I don't remember what happened. But then we like showed her the video of both of us on the ice during the intermission of the Panthers game and me winning the race dressed up as a hockey puck. And she just loved that. And she's like, she's like, yeah, she's like, so I go out every night pretty much. And I just go out to meet people and learn cool stories and, and meet cool people. And it just opens me up to new experiences and and we were like, Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, you you're always gonna have some similarities or learn something new or share a laugh with someone. Which is true. I think is I think that's true. And then she was like she kept talking, she just wanted to talk and I was pretty entertained, so I just kept listening and asking questions. She goes, yeah, a few years ago on January 1st, I decided that I was going to say yes to everything. (laughs) And then my buddy's like, oh, like that movie with Jim Carrey, Yes Man. And she's like, what? And we're like, oh, you haven't heard of the movie Yes Man? And she's like, no. And we're like, oh, well, that's interesting. We kind of pretty much decided to do what was in the movie. And she goes, yeah, so I was like a yes woman. And she's like... I was going to say yes to everything. And I was like, all right, well, what was the toughest thing you had to say yes to? (laughs) And then she's like, well, I was in the airport one time and this guy was talking to me and he asked me to come to Atlanta with him. So I said, yes. (laughs) She's like, yeah, that was pretty risky. And so my buddy and I were kind of like laughing, kind of shocked, kind of taken aback, kind of like, holy shit. This woman really went for it all at once. We were feeling all those emotions all at once as she's telling us this story, like joining a stranger, going to their place, having just met them in a completely different state and city. (laughs) Um, So then she keeps going and she's like, yeah, she's like, I just said yes to 
a lot of different things. And I was like, well, what are some other things? She's like, well, there's some things that I can't say. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she also was like, well, I was also saying yes to people that I still currently work with, if you know what I mean. And this whole time I was like, holy shit. I was like kind of enjoying it and kind of like, oh my God, like this lady needs to stop talking. And then she's like, yeah, by the end of the year, I stayed home a lot because I was pretty burned out. (laughs) So uh, we kind of stopped talking to her after that and went back to just kind of focusing on the game and eating and our own personal conversation. So then she kind of turned to the guy to her left, who was an older gentleman, and started a conversation. And then all of a sudden, like maybe 20 minutes later, the conversation between them starts to get like heated and they're both raising their voices and clearly both drunk and I'm pretty sure they were arguing about 9-11 and she was like I was there and and the guy was like oh my friend was there and don't tell me what happened and they're both yelling at each other I know and blah 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 and the manager had to come over and was like guys guys we're not gonna yell here like if you can't control yourselves you need to leave all this shit going down and we're just trying to sit there (laughs) and enjoy the game, have some wings, catch up on each other's lives. So then after the manager said all that, she just like storms out drunk and, uh, yeah, that was the last we've ever seen of her. Hopefully she got home safe and hopefully, um, she learned her lesson and I don't think she should do the yes thing anymore. Have you bought cryptocurrency or Ethereum? Are you currently shitting your pants seeing its value fall faster than a fat person on roller skates for the first time? Do you still not have an NFT as your profile picture on Twitter? Are you just a complete broke idiot loser? Well, it's time to spill that NFT, sis. With the all-new interactive digital world for dummies guide. With Digital World for Dummies, you'll know what the fuck an NFT is and how it's most likely not gonna mean jack shit in five years. You'll know how to buy Ethereum and how to trade that for a picture of an ape smoking a cigarette. You'll know all the ins and definitely outs of a new ever-changing digital currency landscape. Your promo code is wealthy for 20% off the guide today. Promo code wealthy. All right, so we're now going to move into a couple more listener submissions. There were a couple late entries last week to the listener submissions, so we're going to do that now. Um, One person said, if you could be any animal, what would you be and why? I would have to pick a wolf. Why? Well, I think they're uh, pretty much top of the food chain. They are, they're fast, they're strong, they're cool. (laughs) Uh, But they also have that team mentality. I like that. Yeah, of course, you've heard of the phrase lone wolf and, 
you know, I'm sure there's some rogue ones out there, but for the most part, wolves are pack animals. They stick to the pack. They do it all for the team, and I like that mentality. I'm a team player, so that's probably what I would go with. One person said, Are you still wearing the Winnipeg Jets hat? It must be bad karma. Well, let me tell you this. A couple of years ago, I bought a Winnipeg Jets hat because I thought it was cool looking. I really liked their logo. If you're not sure what it looks like, you can Google it right now. It's a NHL team. The logo is like a red maple leaf with a silver jet that's on top of the maple leaf with a blue circle around it. Looks pretty badass if you ask me. So I like the hat. And the person that sent this question in became a Nashville Predators fan a few years ago and was rooting for them in the playoffs and then developed a strong aversion to my Winnipeg Jets hat when the Jets eliminated the Predators from the playoffs that season. And ever since, she has hated the sight of that hat. So she's asking me if I still wear it. Yes, I actually wore it today. And she's wondering if it's bad karma because my teams have not had much success in the playoffs lately. And maybe it is bad karma. So she could be right, but I'm going to keep wearing the hat. Thank you for the submission, though. (laughs) We have one person that sent in an awful dating bio. First dating bio that we've been sent in a long time. So thank you to this listener. The bio says about me it starts with her instagram never usually a good sign i got a three sixes rule don't match if you don't meet it six feet tall six figures six inches <laughs> well uh, a couple things i could say about this profile Most men that are on the apps and genuinely trying to find a woman for a relationship have a 1-2-3 rule. 1. Is she attractive? 2. Is she fun to talk to and spend time with? 3. Do I want to keep this train rolling and become exclusive with her? For me personally, I am thrilled that I have a phenomenal girlfriend that checks those three things off. And many, many more. But we didn't even meet on an app. I just uh, saw her in person and without even questioning it, walked over to her, asked for her name. She asked for mine and we were off and running after that. We had a great day at a, a, a beer fest and then we carried it over to a local brewery. And yeah, it was just a great day, great night. Um, But as far as this 666 woman, uh, here's a note. One, your profile sucks. Number two, you need to decide what you're looking for, either a relationship or a casual hookup. Your profile is giving off the casual hookup vibe, which is fine if that's what you're going for, but I don't think many people are going to take this seriously. And number three, if we flip this around... And let's say a guy wrote this on his profile asking for a woman's height, asking for a woman's income, and asking for a woman's measurements. He would be looked at as a complete asshole piece of shit, and no women would be attracted to that. 
So if you're doing it on your profile, not a great idea, sis. If you enjoyed today's show and you're looking for more, well, you can check us out. We have plenty of other shows available right now to listen to and laugh about, laugh with, laugh at, whatever you want to do. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram is 103.9theshawn, Twitter, 1039theshawn, or send us an email. You can send us an awful dating bio. You could send us a question. You could send us a fucking riddle that I'll struggle to figure out. Whatever you want to do, send it in, and we could have you be a participant on this show. Or if you even want to be a guest, we'll take it. Send me a message and we could set up that opportunity and I'd be happy to have you on the show. Coming up next, we're going to have a former Geico insurance agent join the show and tell you exactly how to file the claim that you're going to need to get your car repair because you listened to this show, fell asleep, and ended up with your car in a ditch. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show.